the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Talk you can believe in True Talk 800 True Talk 800 This is Difference Makers. My name is Mike Lee, Director of Local Ministries for True Talk 800, 93.9 KPDQ. The new AM860, The Answer, KPAM. AM1640, The Patriot, 93.1 Elray and 104.1 The Fish. And if you'd like to find out how you could have your very own radio program or discuss getting one, you can appear at our events like Fish Fest and Reventone or even advertise your outreach or business. Just shoot me an email to Mike Lee at kpdq.com. That's Mike Lee at kpdq.com. And maybe you want a table at our upcoming Stephen Curtis Chapman concert Thursday, April 26th at East Hill Church in Gresham, an amazing night with the legendary Stephen Curtis Chapman. Or you could even laugh with Nazareth. That'll be Saturday, May 5th. Both events are at East Hill Church in Gresham. One of the neat parts about being part of Salem Media Group is the fact that we look beyond simply the airwaves to every other aspect of how we can reach our local communities. And one of them would be online at listenersavings.com. We've got a wonderful school tuition program, and one of the schools involved in that is Western Mennonite School. Western Mennonite School gives the personal attention of a small school alongside the opportunities of a large school. You may have driven by their campus. It's on Wallace Road Northwest, which is between Salem and McMinnville. So basically, if you cross the Marion Street Bridge and head into West Salem and keep going, eventually you're going to find Western Mennonite School, and it's just a a wonderful organization. I've seen a lot of plays over there over the years. My delightful sister-in-law, Laura Gunther, works there, and my niece, Joanna, and my nephews, Ben and Sammy, attended or are attending the school right now. So from Western Mennonite School, we have Principal Al Steffen, parent and current board member, Naomi Caseda, Caleb Ivanitsky, who not only attended Western Monday Night School, but he's also serving currently as the Director of Marketing and Communications. He's a chaplain, small group coordinator, a coach, and basically anything else people want him to be. So, Caleb, what else have you done lately that doesn't uh, show up on this list? (laughs) That covers most of it. Um, Yeah, the Coaching, I coach soccer and basketball, so that took up a lot of time. So that's done. I refuse to coach anything in the spring. You're just Um, done coaching. So I just... The spring opens up. We have our auction coming up, so that takes a lot of my time and uh, a lot of other projects. Uh, Everything that fell through the cracks, I pick up now. Well, we certainly want to talk more about the auction, which is one of the staples of the state capitol here in Salem. Not only is it a great fundraiser, but it's a lot of fun in and of itself. And in addition to Principal Al, Parent Naomi, and Do-It-All Director of Marketing Communications, Caleb, we also have a student with us. Sean Webster is currently a senior and the student body president. So welcome, all four of you. How are you doing today? Doing good. Great. Great. Doing amazing. Awesome. Good to have you here. So just for kicks, I'm going to start off with you, Sean. How long have you been attending Western Mennonite School? 
I've been attending for seven years, and it's kind of been an awesome journey uh, to start out from middle school into high school. Um, it's just been great growth. Um, the staff and everything, they support you the whole way through. They care about you. Um, it's just been an excellent journey for me to go on. And congratulations to all of you now that Western Mennonite School is adding elementary school. So this is a big deal, isn't it? Huge. So as a parent, Nomi, what are your thoughts on all of a sudden going from kindergarten all the way up through 12? Oh, I'm thrilled. I'm super excited about it. It's it's great for the future of our school, bringing a lot of students. I have a younger son. I have two girls there now, a senior and a junior, and then I have a younger son who's been dying to be a pioneer. So he's going to get to have that happen before middle school, which is really exciting. So is is this a thrilling or also a daunting project for you as the principal, Al Stefan? Well, it, it is. It's, um, you know, I, I guess if you had sat me down last uh, summer and said, uh, do you want to begin a new school and then start a K through five at that school as well in your first year, I probably would have just checked into the local hospital. <laughs> but uh, I determined that, uh, you know, it's best to listen to the Lord. So as the Lord began to prompt and I began to talk to our board and uh, share with them a vision for that, it just became a no-brainer. This is what God wanted to do. And so we've just seen him unfold one miracle after the other as we have moved through the process. So we're pretty excited about it. Well, in addition to our friend Caleb, you're, you're all very well-spoken and very enthusiastic about Western Mennonite School. With more information online at the website, becomeapioneer.com. That's becomeapioneer.com. But the name of Al Stefan is not new to our area. Al, can you share some of your experience that God's led you through on the way to ending up as the principal at Western Mennonite? Be happy to. So um, I started in education here in Portland, actually working inner city, Portland Public Schools, and then moved on into youth ministry and then the ministry, and then felt called back into education um, when my kids were small. Um, I just recently worked at uh, West Hills uh, for the last 13 years, served as their principal, and um, felt God moving and uh, opened up uh, um, Western Mennonite uh, into my vision, and I was excited to take that challenge and to move forward. So it's it's been a process of of God just working in my life, in my family's life. We've been blessed by Christian uh, education. Uh, it's had such an impact on my own children. And so uh, to be able to give back in that way to now the West Salem community and McMinnville community is just uh, it's a passion of mine. Well, Al Stefan, now that you are the principal at Western Mennonite mm-hmm. School, can you give us your elevator pitch, please? For people who have never heard of Western Mennonite before, can you give us the overview from 30,000 feet? Sure. So Western uh, Mennonite uh, sits on 48 beautiful acres in the middle of the country. It's a peaceful setting where we meet uh, the Lord and where we educate kids in a dynamic way. Um, we are, are there to prepare kids for a life of faith and learning, as we say, um, faith, uh, establishing their faith. We're, we're a school that has an open enrollment, so a, a student does not have to be a believer to come to our school, but um, we see that as a ministry opportunity to uh, to bring that child into um, a relationship with Jesus Christ and then develop that relationship. And then learning, uh, making lifelong learners, people that are excited about learning, excited about growing um, uh, through the wor- beautiful world God has created around us. So, yeah. 
There's my, you know, 14 minute uh, <laughs> elevator pitch there. We'll take it. Now. <laughs> All right. What I love about the fact that you, Al Stefan, are now serving at Western Mennonite as its principal is the fact that this is not your first rodeo. You've worked in other educational systems, both public mm-hmm. and private, yeah. and working in the Christian sector. So now that you're at Western Mennonite School, relative to the other places that you've seen over your mm-hmm. career, what strengths about Western Mennonite really stand out in your mind besides this beautiful, big 47-odd-acre campus and the fact that you have all these programs and arts and mm-hmm. athletics and these international students at, well, some of whom, many of whom live actually on campus. Is that correct? Well, they did uh, up to about two years ago, and now we um, house our uh, international students in what we call host homes. So it gives them a more rich environment as opposed to just being in the dorm with each other. Now they get to live with an American family and get to experience all the joys and uh, turmoils that that can bring. But um, I think for me, uh, one of the most uh, amazing things that I've experienced personally over this last year is the community of Western. We It is a very tight community. I remember when I first started my uh, my assistant said, you know, you're really going to like this community here. And, you know, I've been at, you know, other Christian schools. I've been in the ministry. So I understand community. I don't think I understood it to the extent that um, that it began to unfold throughout the summer. And then when we went to Pendleton this year, right, Caleb? I mean, yeah. so Pendleton is, you know, we're 2A school and our boys had a, a wonderful season. And so they went to, for the playoffs in Pendleton. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, a few of us will go there. There were probably 300 oh. alumni and friends of Western there in Pendleton to cheer our boys on. I mean, the excitement of that, the, what that did, I think, for not only our boys, but our, you know, just shows what our community is about. So I lived through it, and now I have a greater understanding of what that means. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. Uh, Tim Fondrick, who is a, a parent at Western Mennonite, mm-hmm. actually spent some time on the air with our stations, and I've always seen him post the athletics and the games yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> That's wow, right. Wow, you go, Tim. He, he's really quite proud of all of your accomplishments, and, and rightfully yeah. so. So for a smaller school to compete, does it take a lot, especially when it, you consider the vision of Western Mennonite? Is it tough to field a team, and does the average kid, student, come into Western Mennonite, have to be necessarily skilled or trained or, you know, being on a soccer team since age two mm-hmm. to be able to participate? Well, from from my standpoint, and I'll let Sean speak to this too as a participant in our sports program, we have a no-cut policy at Western. So any child, any student that wants to play, we'll put them on a team. We'll play. So we're not out there recruiting students. Uh, Gary Hall, who is our athletic director, who's been there over 30 years and won Coach of the Year this year, yeah. um, is just a phenomenal um, individual that that builds young people and builds um, a capacity for them to grow in sports. And so, um, for us, it, you know, it's not about it's not about winning. For us, it's about participating. It's about expressing the grace of God even on the court and uh, doing your best. And so, um, but I, maybe Sean has some ideas about that as as he experienced it firsthand. Well, congratulations to Sean. First of all, would you like to give us the big news of where you're going next year after you graduate from Western Mennonite? I have the opportunity to play <clears throat> at Linfield College for baseball. 
That's fantastic. Congratulations. <laughs> We're going to have to get you some water on our next break. <laughs> I'm going to cut My you break on break. He's choked up. We will get that. He's choked up over Lincoln. <laughs> yes, That's right. right. <laughs> nice catch there, Al. So as a parent, in addition to being a, a, a board member, Naomi, do either of your – do any of your kids play any sports at Western Mennonite? Yes. So my oldest plays volleyball, and uh, then Leah, the junior, plays soccer. Oh, very nice. Yes. So did you play any of these sports on your own before your kids did? I did soccer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then both girls actually swim. So one of the beauties, I think, of, of the school is that we don't offer swimming, but we're able to co-op with other schools to create more opportunities. And so both of my girls were able to swim uh, with another private school in town. Oh, that's Great. neat. Yeah. On break, I'm going to have to pick your brains on things okay. because my kids are with uh, Mid-Valley Aquatics. Now, Olinger Pool oh, yeah. is one of these lovely uh, establishments owned by the city of Salem that refuses to fix it up. So they're asking us to pay out of pocket to fix <laughs> it. Bad. Really? Okay, so you own it, but you want us to fix it. Maybe I shouldn't go there right now, but I'd love to pick your brains okay. on the break as a swim mom also, Naomi Quesada. So, Sean, are you back with us yet? I, I'm Can good now. Oh, I'm you good sound, to go. You've got this nice, deep voice. So tell us about baseball. Have you played all of your life or what? For baseball, I've played all my life. It's been another excellent journey. Um but I've had the opportunity to play soccer at Western, to play basketball. It's something that you don't get anywhere else. You get to play, not be cut, and develop your skills, um, learn the Word of God even more. Your coaches grow you. Uh, it's been an excellent experience. Well, you're a good-looking young man with a, a nice build. So are there any sports that you just absolutely stink at, but they put you <laughs> on the team because of the no-cut policy? <laughs> I'm not amazing at basketball. I could say that much. Uh, yeah, basketball probably I'm not the best at. <laughs> but it's still fun to get out there whether or not you consider yourself a great prospect in basketball. Just being able to be out there with your classmates on the court, even if you're not the best of shooters, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Mike, I got the opportunity to coach Sean in basketball. I, for years, I coached the JV2 program. And uh, so I get to see those guys that start yeah, they don't know. They're pretty raw, I guess you could say, but to see them develop like that is awesome. And now, I mean, he was a major component at Pendleton of getting our students just to buy in. So he's doing a great job. Oh, that's there. neat. All right. Uh, so senior Sean Webster versus alum and current director of marketing communications, Caleb Ivanetsky. Um, <laughs> one-on-one on the court, who wins? Sean? I'll let you answer first, Sean. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take you down. <laughs> oh, okay. We're going back to school after this, so. <laughs> Three o'clock? It'll be a little school? late to your baseball game, but you know, <laughs> don't mind. mine. And maybe fans could bring cans of food for Marion Polk Food Share. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll give a philanthropic <laughs> taste. Right. Perfect. <laughs> oh, it's like, do you ever see that movie? Vin Diesel was in it, The Pacifier? When he had to wrestle the other coach. You're going to have an event like that. I have the height advantage. I'll see you later, Caleb. Oh, boy. Uh, We are speaking with Principal Al Steffen. Naomi Quesada, who is not only a Western Mennonite parent, but she also serves on the board. Senior and student body president Sean Webster and Caleb Ivanitsky, who not only graduated from Western Mennonite School, he serves today as its director of marketing and communications. If you'd like to have more information about the school, you could always find it at their website, becomeapioneer.com. That's becomeapioneer.com. And when we return, more with the Western Mennonite School for right here on Difference Makers. 
Welcome back to Difference Makers. Mike Lee here, Clark Hilton across the glass and across the desk from Western Mennonite School in Salem, Oregon, which is between Salem and McMinnville on the West Salem side. We have Principal Al Steffen, parent and current board member Naomi Quesada, Sean Webster, who is a senior and student body president, and he's on, on his way to play baseball for Linfield next. And Caleb Ivanetsky, our old friend, who is director of marketing and communications, chapel small group coordinator, coach, anything else. And he also is an alumnus of Western Mennonite, which is a lovely school with a website that you can check out for all the details at becomeapioneer.com. That's becomeapioneer.com. And no worries, I'll make sure to link it up at truetalk800.com on the Difference Makers page. Also follow them on social media. And we've got a couple of invitations to send out to you. You can drop in on any Tuesday that the school is open. And what happens when you do? Uh, it's an opportunity just to come in, check out the school. We'll take you on a tour. We'll answer your questions about uh, uh, where you can see your child at our school. So um, it's just a convenient thing for parents. They don't have to call and set up the appointment, although they can. Uh, but this just gives them an open day to do that. So do you ever have Tuesdays where no one visits and other Tuesdays where 15 people want to visit all at once and it gets hectic? We do you have, prefer RSVPs? Um, it's always great to have a conversation with someone that's interested in our school. Um, but if they just want to stop in, and we do have those days where um, it's uh, crickets, and then we have those days where uh, you know we have people that want to hear about our school. So it's, There you go. Well, yeah. Sean Webster, as a current student, being a senior and student body president, do they give you the heads up on Monday to you know wear nice clothes and dress up and actually comb your hair before Tuesday morning arrives? No, they do not, actually. Um, we just go to school. A lot of people actually like dressing up a little bit now, uh, but no, they do not. Yeah. Okay, so it, it's it's nice and comfortable. It's relaxed, kind of like you have the no-cut policy for your athletic teams. So have you had any pleasant surprises over the years, Caleb, as someone who has coached different teams, of someone who maybe walked in with zero experience? I, I would guess maybe, perhaps, some of the international students are starting a new sport, like, oh, we only have cricket in our country. What's this baseball thing? <laughs> so have you had any pleasant surprises for someone learning a sport for the first time? Yeah, you know, it's always why I loved that level JV2 was just, I mean, even through one season, you see incredible development and growth. And, uh, you know, from telling a new player to go check into the game and they just walk around to the court um, before checking in, <laughs> you, you realize, oh, man, I got to go all the way back to teach some of those things. But then you see them, yeah, you see them just having a great time. Uh, they may not, you know, start varsity, but you see them um, get to, to get out there and be a part of a team and be a part of an experience that they'll really remember forever. And, uh, you know, that's what, that was my experience. I didn't play until I got to high school. Uh, you know, I graduated in 2006, but I went from JV2. I got to be a varsity starter, got to experience what it was like to co uh, play for, for Gary Hall. And now I get to coach alongside him. It's been a fantastic journey to kind of see that circle and, uh, just to continue to see the impact that that has on, uh, Teenagers. Oh, Caleb Evanetsi, since you started as a Western Mennonite student and now ended up as a staffer, did you have to adjust? Are there people today that you have to call on a first-name basis that you're used to calling Mr., Mrs., or Dr., somebody? Oh, yeah, it's, it still it pops up. And, you know, I, you, know you never really expect to, to be back. But, you know, I'm not alone. There's so many um, other staff that they come back, you know, because their experience is positive. They see the community that Al talked about, and um, it just really draws you in. And, you know, I— on the way up, we were talking because um, Sean was a student body president. I was student body president my senior year, so it was fun to, to see that connection. But 
I, uh, in the yearbook, my classmates actually voted me most likely to come back and run Western. Oh, so, my I don't know how I feel about that. Look out, So does that mean as a senior that you're going to be the next one to graduate and then come back and run <laughs> Western Mennonite? Yeah. Sean, what do you think? You know, you could say things, but um, <laughs> I, uh, we'll, we'll see about that one. That's what I said, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're having just... firsthand experience, and it seems like it's been positive over the years for you. And I would think that now that Western Mennonite has added elementary school as an option, I guess maybe start taking a lot of pictures now and figure out who's going to be your yep. very first one to go from kindergarten all the way through 12th. So overall, when you became a student, Sean Webster, at Western Mennonite, uh, where did you come from and what was your initial experience? I came from Riviera Christian School. It's a school right down the road, right in Salem, elementary school, amazing school. And it was one of those things where it just led right into Western Mennonite. I heard of it. Uh, my parents heard of it as an amazing school. I got the opportunity to go there. I was freaked out the first day. Um, ended up going there the rest of my career. Um, just loved it. Came from a Christian home, so Western Mennonite wasn't anything new and uh, fell in love with it. And what stands out, as you're probably getting ready for graduation before too long, of what the best memories or opportunities you've had at Western Mennonite? Just the opportunities I've had to be involved with everything. Um, I'm in National Honor Society, um, in a musical, played baseball, played soccer, got to know so many great people. But what musical um, was it? Uh, this year, uh, our musical is Cinderella, actually. Mm-hmm. And what do you get to play? I am one of the heralds, along with uh, two of my other buddies, Selma Gazan and Jack Stone, and we're having an awesome time so far. <laughs> so you're a bit of a renaissance man, Jack. I'm <laughs> he he's on the baseball team. He's, he's got a scholarship to Linfield, and he's also in the play. So good on you. Yeah. I'm glad it's been a good experience for you. Thank so you. I want to switch gears and go to you, Naomi, not as a board member so much as being a parent. Have your kids always gone to Western Mennonite? What drew you to the school in the first place? Uh, so, no, they haven't always gone there. Um, the girls were in seventh and eighth grade when they started. Um, and at the time, that was the earliest you could get in. Sixth much, grade, right? you could get it in. Was in sixth, sixth grade. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, I had homeschooled the girls prior to that. And then uh, my older brother had his kids out there several years before. Um, and so, that's how I originally heard of the school. And his kids were in middle school and they were in need of a middle school soccer coach. And so I ended up being that person to fill that spot. And I fell in love with the school just from that coaching experience. I really had never experienced a community. And I was just a coach. I wasn't in the building every day and meeting with people. But I had staff come out, teachers come out, um, Gary Hole, Chris Woodard. They came out and just always their, their thankfulness and just such a welcoming. The families, just something so unique and special about these families. They were so welcoming and kind and loving. And this was in 03 and 04. And uh, my girls were three and four at the time. And I remember thinking, wow, like there's something different out here just coming out to this campus. I just felt so loved and appreciated as a soccer coach. And um, so it was always in the back of my mind that maybe someday, you know, the kids would be out there. So we did. We reached middle school, and um, probably my kids started outsmarting me, (laughs) really, is the honest. uh, And so we needed to start looking at schools for them and really desired a private school um, and just loved the heart of Western. 
So that's that is how we ended up out there. So we've got a bunch of homeschooling listeners, and actually we have a bunch of us here on staff at our stations as well. So there's a lot of different types and styles and brands of home education. So as a homeschool mom, what were you most impressed about at Western Mennonite, in addition to the fact that they loved on you as a soccer coaching mom and came out and made sure to welcome you? Um, you know, to me, it just always goes to the heart. Um, my, my kids have loved being out there and the relationships that they have with the staff, with their teachers. Um, they have grown so much character wise, spiritually, they have been, they have been nurtured, um, and they have been prayed for openly multiple times. Um, there's just something so unique there. So the character, I would say my kids have just grown so much friendships character, uh, the spiritual aspect, it is Christ-centered all the way. Uh, so that's for, one thing that's never for any other families listening that may be home educators right now, was the transition difficult for your girls going to Western Mennonite after starting in homeschooling? Not at all. Not at all. And there has been a lot of uh, other homeschool families that have chosen to put their kids in there around middle school um, or freshman year. Uh, very easy transition. So what other things are your girls involved in besides volleyball and soccer? So um, Annie, my senior, is also involved in student council, um, and she's done that three of the four high school years. Um, She's been a class rep. She's spirit chair this year. Um, She's also involved in the Cinderella play. And um, my other one has also done the play. Uh, They have choir. We have a wonderful a cappella choir. And uh, Annie also does Western Singers in the morning. Uh, they so meet, what's that? So Western Singers is it's a cappella, and there's currently eight kids in it. They meet every morning before school at seven a.m. That's their practice time, um, and there's a lot of opportunities. That's that's another thing I love. Small school, but lots and lots of opportunities. They get to travel with the choir. They have a Seattle trip coming up in April. Choir competition. Um, we have band. A little bit of everything. So for your daughter, who's a senior mm-hmm. right now. Naomi, what's her next plan after graduating from Western Mennonite School? So she is uh, currently thinking about doing a YWAM mission. Um, And then after that, she's going to pursue nursing, um, undecided where she's going to go. But YWAM is the next step. So my sister lives on the Big Island of Hawaii. I got to visit the YWAM campus on the Big Island of, and uh, you know, nothing says sacrificing for God like going to Hawaii for a season, right? right. That's what I want to do when I <laughs> grow up. Yeah. They're just all over the place, but uh, but wonderful. It really sounds like you and your kids have had a good experience at Western Mennonite School. So I'm encouraged to hear that. So. Uh, Sean, as a current student, can you tell us about being student body president? How you got there and what job duties that entails for you? It's it's awesome. I get to help manage and run a lot of things. And my junior year of high school coming in, I never thought I would be a student body president, but people encouraged me, said I'd make a great one, ran for it, and have loved it ever since. I have my uh, advisor, Denise DeGroat, um, and just people that encouraged me in the long, along the way, helped me uh, to make best decisions and to help uh, make have the students for fun, you know, uh, let them enjoy things and be a part of a lot of things. It's, it's just great. So let's say you're a freshman at Linfield and someone said, what's the one thing that you're most proud of being involved with 
serving as student body president at Western Mennonite. What might you tell them? Anything in particular? We'll, we'll let you stew on that for a while. <laughs> Caleb, you served as one yourself, didn't you? Yeah. You served on the uh, mm-hmm. student board or council back in the day, back right? The day. What kind of things does the student council do? Uh, you know, as they you look at the day-to-day um, life of, you know, the student body, they go, they have events they plan, um, you know, they have a constitution they base decisions off of, so they get a picture of what it might look like. Uh, you know, it's different than what the experience once you, you know, get on the real world, but, you know, an idea of working together on committees, on um, making the decisions, uh, having a budget, they have to make, raise funds sometimes for social activities, um, but really, and then they advocate for different things going on. If they, if they want to see a change, they can they can start a petition. They get signatures. They can um, kind of get idea of uh, to create their own voice um, and to see them do that. We have a student led chapel. Um, we have multiple chapels a week, and so they they often read the announcements at the beginning and just different avenues to get involved in leadership. So, going from a student to your current position today, Caleb Yonetsky, can you? S- Mention any of the growth that you've seen at Western Mennonite School that you're most excited about. What's different now that you wish you might have had back in your day as a student? Uh, you know, they always, uh, I mean, they built a new library as soon as I graduated. There's always that thing that came right <laughs> after you graduate, right? Um, but, you know, I think overall, I mean, now that I've I've been there like six years now on staff, so you, you kind of start to gain a little more perspective. But just the atmosphere, I think, is just really exciting to be a part of right now. Um, you know, we have fantastic people to get to work with, uh, and it changes year to year. You know, there's ups and downs. People call it on or have different opportunities, but I think right now um, it just feels like an exciting place to be with the elementary school opening and um, just all the different programs. And, of course, you just hear, hear people talk about the people. And um, so I think overall you just kind of catch that atmosphere uh, to be a part of. So serving as Principal Al Stefan in our next minute or two before we uh, cut to break, what are you seeing at Western Mennonite that really stands out that you're excited about now that the elementary school is launching? Um, well, I, I think to to be able to provide a program for parents from K through 12th grade is, I think, a phenomenal uh, experience for families. It's To me, being able to work with those kids for all those years, I think – um, I, you know, I, I, like I said, I can go back to my own children as they went through private school. I see that how God developed them all the way from kindergarten, all the way through 12th grade and, um, and see their life choices today as a result of that, to have people in my family's life or in your family's life, that can speak into them the word of God, encouragement, um, counsel when needed, um, that you can trust as a parent. Well, that's that's something you, you just can't buy anywhere. It's something you just you, you want to have. And before we cut out to the break, would you like to introduce people and invite them to Visitors Day coming up on May second? Yes. So our Visitors Day is pretty exciting. So students get to come along with their parents to Visitors Day, and um, the students uh, we we get host um, other students with them from our school, and they walk with them all day long. They shadow. And we sit back with the parents for an hour or so. We give them a tour, ask any, answer any questions they might have, and then send them off for their day. And then they come back at the end of the day and pick up their kid. That sounds like a lot of fun. That's Visitor's Day coming up next on May 2nd at Western Mennonite School on Wallace Road Northwest in West Salem. That's between Salem and McMinnville. All the details are online at becomeapioneer.com. That's becomeapioneer.com. More with the Western Mennonite School team next on Difference Makers.
You're listening to Difference Makers. My name is Mike Lee, and we've got Western Mennonite School in the studio with us, specifically Principal Al Steffen, parent and current board member Naomi Quesada, Sean Webster, who is a student, he's a senior and the student body president, and alumnus Caleb Ivanetsky, who serves now full-time as its director of marketing and communications and wears every other hat that they throw at him to wear. Mm-hmm. And you might have noticed them in the past if you went to our school listings at listenersavings.com. It's a wonderful institution in West Salem between Salem proper and McMinnville with a huge, gorgeous campus. And I want to give props out to my daughter Hannah's good friend Morgan Duvall, who was amazing on stage in the production of The Music Man at Corbin University, where I serve as an adjunct. So do you have any other students lately that you're especially proud of? And what colleges are we likely to see Western Mennonite schools graduate to someday? Um, Well, a couple of our colleges are local ones. Um, You know, George Fox, Linfield. I think a lot of our kids like to go now down to Grand Canyon University down in Arizona. Um, I, I'm sure it's for the sun um, as well as uh, a great educational experience. Um, and then uh, we have kids that, that focus in on the, the public university as well as Oregon State, University of Oregon. It just depends on their focus and where they want to go. Are there any particular classes or fields that Western Mennonite should be most proud of? You know, um, I, I think we're pretty proud of our science department. We have a real robust science department. Um, our, our teacher there is just, just not only creative, but uh, a lot of hands-on interactive stuff that the kids are doing, creating, exploring, developing. I mean, that's always great to see in every classroom, but especially in science. Well, I know firsthand my niece, Joanna Gunther, really loved the sciences at Western Mennonite en route to going to George Fox, where she serves as, as a freshman right now. And what of these sports that you offer at Western Mennonite. Oh, they're all no-cut programs. So if your kid goes to Western Mennonite, he or she is on the team. And I think that's just a wonderful opportunity. So what are the specific sports offered at Western Mennonite, Caleb? Yeah, so um, in middle school, they have the option to be a part of uh, basketball, of course. Um, then we have soccer and base, um, softball, volleyball. I think that covers the baseball. main one, baseball, yeah. yeah. And then high school, uh, same ones there. We do, depending on the interest, sometimes we'll get a cross-country team together um, and uh, those kids that um, excel there. Um, so we kind of try to meet the needs of the students, the current students. You know, we have our, our, our established programs, you know, basketball going to Pendleton for, whatever, 13 years in yeah. a row. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, a proud tradition, but then we also are always looking for opportunities to best um, – Get those opportunities for our kids. I, I got an email this week um, from a parent who wants to do an archery um, uh, sport. So I'm like, okay, well, we have the room out there. I'm just, I'm just wondering where we would set it up so that everyone is safe. Because that's important. free to use this idea. Yeah. I saw it online. I think it was on Facebook just yesterday. Okay. But apparently there's a new version of dodgeball, and people are going mm. out there with foam-tipped relatively safe Bows yeah, and arrows. That. Really? Yeah, that might be kind of that fun would, to break would, the ice in the gym. We're going to have to explore that. Unit, yes. maybe? <laughs> you know, we are, we are out in the country, so we're pioneers, you know, so I think those skills are good. <laughs> so in addition to the academic aspects, can you tell us what Western Mennonite students do to serve outside in the community? And Sean Webster, I'm going to go with you because you're a senior and you're a student and you're the student body president right now. Can you tell us about some of the things that Western Mennonite has done off campus? 
You know, it's been awesome. Um, we have these things called small groups every week and we meet and we uh, go out a couple times a year. We serve out in the community. I've gone to a few food groups, uh, food shares, and we've helped out there. Um, I've gone and just helped around the Western campus. I've gone to a college uh, workout uh, in, the, in their yard and pretty much backyard and work on stuff there. Uh, we just have many opportunities um, and people that are generous. They want people um, to go out work for them. And of course, you know, it's wonderful serving them, putting a smile on their faces. Um, and it puts a smile on our face too. We have actually, we have actually a, an actual service day um, in the beginning of the fall each year where we uh, choose ministries at our small groups. And then we go out and we work with those ministries. Um, so that's important for us, uh, you know, uh, having our kids involved in serving others, being other-centered, um, affecting the community, being the hands and feet of Jesus is just part of uh, our DNA as well. I love the fact that you have international students present, and it's almost like an exchange student program for them getting to live with an American family yeah. while they go to Western Mennonite. Yeah. So what countries are involved, and how has it been, not so much in an academic sense, but in an evangelistic sense? Am I correct in, in taking the guess that not all students who come to Western Mennonite come because they are faith-based? Correct. Yes. So um, so primarily our, our international students this year, and correct me, Caleb, mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, I think are from China. Yeah, a large majority. The majority of them are. And you're right. They, they come with not a great understanding of the Christian religion and, and what uh, that can mean for them in their lives. Um, each of them uh, attend a introduction to um, Christian uh, topics uh, so that they can get a feel for who we are and why we have chapels and, and why we go to the Word of God for um, our our decisions and, and just to direct our lives. So, um, And they're all part of a small group as well. So each of them are divided up into small groups. So, um, for instance, in my small group, I have Frank and uh Frank's just a wonderful kid. He graduates this year. Um, he has a heart to uh, to want to do, you know, to have a fulfilled life. And it's been awesome for us to be able to pour into him about uh, life is greater than just what we can produce, but it's about who we live for and who we can have a relationship with. So that's, and I know that is, you know, just magnified uh, throughout the school and uh, multiplied as well in the various different groups we have. So as a parent, Naomi, have your daughters encountered classmates who aren't necessarily Christians quite yet? And how has the experience helped their individual lives and walks? Yes, absolutely. Um, it's been really helpful. And I think one of the things that they do, uh, Jeff Martin, one of their teachers, is is fantastic about bringing up a lot of um, topics, controversial topics. And there's there's opinions on every side of the board. Um but he really lets them talk things out, um, and a lot of them come from it, you know, from a Christian standpoint, biblical standpoint, and and some don't. But uh, he's very good at um, just talking with these kids through difficult things, uh, different standpoints, um, biblical, non-biblical, um, and they they have a great, um, just a great variety of students from all walks of life. But I think it really helps them um, just see how other people live, where they come from. Um, just gives them a greater understanding, I think, of people and life and culture. So as the current board member, in addition to being a Western Mennonite school parent, 
Naomi, if there are any parents who are considering Western Mennonite as an option for their kids, from your personal experience, not only starting off as a soccer coach, but now having two kids go to Western Mennonite, what might you tell them and how might you encourage them? Um, I, I am always putting it out there. We love the school so much. We just love what it stands for. Um, they, the kids are educated, um, fantastically that the education is great. The heart of the school is amazing. Um, always, we always bring it up, encourage people to put their kids out there. Um, there will be no regrets. There is a place for every student. Every student has a place out there is what I should say there. Really, truly. I'm glad to hear that, Naomi. Looking toward the future, Caleb Ivanitsky as Director of Marketing Communications, and especially Principal Al Steffen, what vision do you see for Western Mennonite in the near future? What are you, what are you dreaming about? You know, I as I walk on that campus and walk around it and, and talk to the Lord and just try to get uh, connect with his vision for the school, one of the things that's exciting for me is to see the dynamic of our student body as they engage with our staff. It truly is a place where relational education is taking place, where teachers are investing in kids. They know them by name, not by number. They know their their weaknesses and their strengths. They come alongside with encouraging words or counsel. I, I just excited to see that go all the way down to kindergarten, and just to uh, to to see the lives that are going to be changed. Uh, you know, Naomi said about as a parent coming, you, you won't regret it. I never did. I never regretted my kids being in Christian school. It's a commitment. It's a financial commitment. But I'm telling you, it pays off in ways that you never experienced before as you see them graduate and move on into adulthood. So um, I'm excited to see God work. His spirit continue to work in our midst and develop a program there that not is just academically high, but that is spiritually sound for these kids that God is going to bring to Western. And the name of Al Stefan is nothing new when it comes to education in the Portland area. So that's high praise indeed, considering your experience, not only in Portland public schools, but elsewhere in other Christian institutions as well. So how about you, Caleb Ivanitsky? What's on your wish list for Western Mennonite School? (laughs) You know, I think, um, you know, as I do marketing, I mean, I love graphic design. I get to to see kind of that creative aspect. And, you know, when we have, when there's just vision that can be felt, it's palpable and like being able to follow, it just changes. Um, You know, I may not know what that looks like, but just, you know, as the stability that I think an elementary school is going to bring, um, you know, we're looking forward to our auction coming up May 5th, and I, that's one of my favorite times of the year seeing... Please tell us about the auction. It's a staple of the area. Yeah. And- you know, it's it's nothing like any other auction I've been to. You know, we take over the state fairgrounds, uh, the building there, and over 800 people show up. And, you know, it's not just a dinner. There's there's food. There's a kid's uh, station blow-up house. They're going to have a Nerf battle this year. There's a plant booth. There's quilts. Um, live auction, silent auction. It's incredible just to show up. If you never come, just come. Just experience it, and you'll walk away um, looking at auctions differently. <laughs> well, Caleb, Al, you've got the mic. Shamelessly promote yourself, and how might people help? Are you looking to hire for Western Mennonite School? Are you recruiting help or auction items for your May 5th auction? We are, and so um, 
and I sit right next to the office office or the office of the uh, chair for uh, the auction, and so we have stuff coming in daily of people donating stuff. Um, you know, she's we're going with a shabby chic kind of uh, approach this year. I have no idea what that means, but I'm sure your <laughs> listeners probably understand that. I could probably Google it. But well, shabby it, chic means the stuff that your wife makes you throw out, that, and then yes. people want to actually buy because of its old look. It's old, yes. Exactly. If it's distressed, bring it. If it's distressed, bring it. But yes, so we encourage uh, you know if you have something you want to donate to the school to to help us um, in our uh, outreach. Uh, for the for ministry, that'd be awesome. We'd love you just to attend, though, too. And anyone can attend. Doesn't have you don't have to be connected to Western. It's free to come. It's free to come. Come enjoy it. It's uh, a lot of fun in the is. state capitol, yeah. friends. But where do the proceeds go for your auction? So the proceeds go a couple different places. We usually have a target every year, um, a, a, an auction project, uh, we call it. Um, last year it was technology. This year it's going towards the elementary school, um, a, a playground area and, and such of that nature. And then we have it that it supports curriculum and a variety of other uh, key areas of the school. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. And at the moment, do any of the four of you know what the hottest or most unusual standout auction item might be for Western Mennonites auction on May fifth? Boy, anything you, odd? Like you would know. Well, we have a outing. Yeah, you know, at the we have a utility trailer car. coming. I know we that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you need a, a utility trailer. Come to the auction. Lots uh, of vacation packages. Yes. Lots of fun places. Fishing, painting. Yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah, that is an awesome fishing cooler pole yes. and cool. I mean, so it like takes a thousand dollar value. I think thing. so. It's awesome looking. Yeah, at it. we have so. a little mini helicopter ride. I think. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Hot air balloon. Okay, that's. I don't know about yeah. that. <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun. So thank you so much for joining us today, team from Western Mennonite School. I want to send one last question to our student, Sean Webster, current senior student body president, and looking forward to playing baseball. At Linfield, congratulations on all of these achievements. And if there were one main reason you would send people to Western Mennonite School in your experience, what would that be? Western has grown me from a boy to a man, and it likewise it does to other uh, boys and girls. It it changes you. The staff, they reach out to you. They care about you. They invest in you. Uh, For me, from my National Honor Society to playing sports to everything they provide, it's a life-changing experience, and I would not be the man I I'm so today. glad to hear that from you, first-hand student Sean Webster. And thank you so much, Principal Al Steffen, parent and current board member Naomi Quesada, and Caleb Ivanitsky, Director of Marketing and Communications. Western Mennonite School between Salem and McMinnville. More information online at becomeapioneer.com. That's becomeapioneer.com. Also, make sure that you follow them on Facebook and on Twitter. And you'll also find them at listenersavings.com if you're quick. That's Western Mennonite School. Thank you so much, all of you, for joining us on Difference Makers. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.